ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio, right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network, where I, your host, Ted, along with my co-hosts, the new mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, the Brazilian giant Venetius, the temptress witch, Ivy, and the senior ref, ref, Amy Veronica, talk everything pro wrestling. It's the indies, the pros, everywhere you go. Let's jump right into Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio, right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. I am your host, Ted, and the cast is a little bit shaken up tonight. It is me, it is the senior official, ref Amy Veronica, and the OG Will Donardo is back in the house with us tonight. Uh, Nelio is Nelio, and he does a million and twenty things and books himself five places at one time, and um, so yeah, so that's Nelio. Uh, Ivy was going to be on tonight, and uh, where, where we are uh, in the greater Philadelphia area is getting bombarded with thunderstorms yeah, right now. Right and now. Some, yeah, it's rough. So we may have some connection issues tonight, uh, but she had a tree come down, took out her power, and so no Ivy tonight. Sorry, Ivy fans. Going to be a rough night for you. Going to be a rough night. look at my face now. Yeah, yeah, look at that. See that? See what happens? <laughs> All of her fans just collectively lost wood. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, maybe there's that one guy that like touches his belly button and stuff. But you know, like, <laughs> Get all um, nice and deep, like. And, and Tyler and Tyler Everybody. and the family had a rough week. They uh they had to to put their their family uh their family dog down this week, and uh, so he uh, he has to take the week off. So first of all, to the Peters family, our condolences go out to you. We're we're thinking of you guys, praying for you guys. So. Uh, we're looking forward to getting Tyler back on the show next week. And uh, and next week, we have a special guest coming. In fact, uh, Jamie, Jamie, no, Amy, Amy, text Nelia real quick and uh, and confirm that he has actually lined up our guest so I can announce it on air tonight. Please, 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 please. Because uh, <laughs> I want to make I want to make sure it's it's a pretty big time guest, and I want to make sure it's it's like locked and loaded before we uh before we move on here. Um so listen, this week in wrestling has been a little bit nutty right? Been a little bit nutty. I mean, WWE seems to be uh, looking to pinch every single penny. Like, it seems like they're just, they're making cut after cut after cut. And I, I just, I don't know what to do. I feel like Shane McMahon's about to come in here, you know, and just, here comes the money. Here we go. Just come in and just start wrecking house and here saying he owns money. shit. And I don't know what else to do. I, I really don't. Dollar, dollar. I mean, it's, uh, dollar, it's scary. Dollar. It's scary. So, um, you know, I, know I, I 149 is isn't enough. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just, uh, I'm in a, I'm in a place now where, um, I'm not going to be surprised by anyone that gets released because of the releases that happened this week. Like some of them were really out of left field, especially because like we were getting packages for some of this talent as late as, you know, as, as last week we were getting packages for these people. (laughs) They're, they were bringing back, Alex the Black, like on the TV, yeah, and just out of nowhere, right? Lana was in a, like a formidable tag team with with uh, Naomi. Ron Strowman was for the WWE Championship, <laughs> like at the last pay per view. Yeah, yeah. No, it's crazy, <laughs> right? So yeah, so things are things are a little bit nutty, right? Things are a little bit nutty. So uh, first, let's let's go through the whole list of talent between April. There was a big set of releases in April for talent. And, and there was a big set of releases uh, this week for talent. What was it? Two days ago. Um, and, and rumor is that they're not done. Rumor is there's more coming within the next couple of weeks, um, which, you know, like I said, I, I won't be surprised, right? The rumor is, and, I, and I'm, I'm only going to speculate on the rumors here, but the rumor is anyone who wants out can get out with the exception of like four or five people that they are just like, nope, you are staying <laughs> here. Um, I- and we'll talk about why that is in, in, in just a little bit, but, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit shocked by some of these names um, in the women's division. Uh, they let go in April. They let go of Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Mickey James, uh, Chelsea green all last month or all last. Uh, what was that? A month and a half ago now in April. Right. And then this week they, they got rid of Ruby riot who was in the middle of being like a, in a pretty formidable tag team as the riot squad right mm-hmm. out of out of left field uh lana less out of left field because of how they've been using her since rusev left but not you know 
not for nothing, she was in a pretty good tag team situation uh, and was getting a decent tag push. And uh, and Santana Garrett out of uh, out of NXT there. So it like just gotten called up like yeah. backstage that she was told she was going to go into SmackDown, and then two <laughs> days later, mm-hmm. yeah. Crazy, <laughs> crazy. And on the men's side, um, in April, they let go of Samoa Joe, Kalisto, Tucker, Mojo Raleigh, Bo Dallas, Wesley Blake, right? And then this week, they let go of Braun Strowman. He was just Universal Champion less than less than two years ago. He was just in a WWE Championship match less than two months ago, right? Um Alistair Black, they've been airing all these video packages for this guy, uh, you know, bringing them back with this new character. Buddy Murphy, uh, not as much of a surprise there. They haven't been using him uh, since his breakup with Seth Rollins. But, but yeah, this is a long list of talent, of, um, and, and some of which is, is pretty high on the marquee, right? So let's talk for uh, just a few minutes before we get into the real topic for tonight. Where do we think all these folks are going to wind up? Like we kind of did this in April, but we're, we're going to come back to it here. Um, where do we think these guys are going to end up? Because I, I, I'm feeling a certain type of way about some of these releases, you know? So, uh, so I guess what I want to do is I want to I go through and I'm going I'm to give a name and I want each of you to tell me where you think they're going to end up. All right. So, um, first of all, let's start with the Iconics because they've already said publicly they're going to stay together. They're going to elevate women's tag team wrestling uh, wherever they go. So they're planning to go as a package wherever they go. Um, where do we think the Iconics wind up? I'm going to start with uh, with Ref Amy. Hmm. My automatically, like my head goes to AEW just because of their like obviously I think it's Cassie. Her name in now is and mm-hmm. her relationship with Sean Spears, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I feel like when I just think about AEW's women's division, they already have so much talent there. So it's like, yeah, they could automatically be thrust into the spotlight, but like, they're always they're gonna butt heads on the way there. But it's wrestling. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I really like to see them as far as like t- where the best women's division. I think, in my opinion, I would love to see them in um, Impact. And I think mm. with the, the AEW, like, impact relationship going on, I think they can make that happen. And yep. then, like, if that sours, I could always go back to AEW. But, like, I yeah, I actually really like to see them in impact. Because, like, that women's division right now is on fire. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Will, what do you think? I actually completely agree with Amy. I think because doesn't impact have a women's tag belt or tag belts? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, that that would be the obvious choice then because AEW doesn't have a women's tag division, really. They don't right. have belts or anything. So, I mean, I even back in April when they were released, I felt that um, Impact was the best spot for them to land. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think there's some, uh, some real credence there. There's, there's some credibility there for, for that opinion. Um, let's, let's talk Mickey James. Um, I'm going to give a, give an opinion here. Uh, a lot of people are saying Mickey James might go back to impact, which I don't think would be a bad thing. And if either of you say it, I wouldn't discredit your opinion about that. Um, however, I I have a different opinion. I think that, uh, I think that she's going to go over and be with her husband. I think she's going to go over to the NWA and, uh, and she's going to be part of the NWA fam over there. And, uh, and I think that, that she will do well over there, elevating some of that younger talent that's over there, along with Melina. But that being said, let's go ladies first. Will, you're up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we've, been, we've done this show way too long, and we've been friends way too long because I thought the exact same thing of her going to NWA. Yep. <laughs> it's, uh, it, <laughs> it's so weird. Like, you... You literally read my mind. I don't like it. <laughs> well, that's what happens, man. That's yeah, why we're the OGs, bro. But I also think in that same vein, if she decided to go to AEW and help that women's division out as like a behind-the-scenes person, it would work too. Mm. I mean, that seems to be what AEW is doing right now. They're grabbing all of the uh, the older WWE uh, talent, yeah. talent and having them come on as uh, just – people backstage to help development yeah yeah well 
there's a, I think there's some, some definite possibility there. Although I think Mickey still wants to wrestle a bit. I think she's, she feels like she still has a lot to give in the ring. And she, I think she's right. I mean, she, none of her performances in the WWE in that last run were bad, right? Mm-hmm. They, were, they were all pretty darn good. Amy, what do you think? Um, just pretty much what Will said in that last part. I think she would be probably best suited for AEW because, uh, like you mentioned, there's so many legends and, like, um, veterans that they have on the men's division in AEW. The women's division is kind of lost in that shuffle. They really – they have a bunch of great talent, but there's no one that, like, is that veteran who could, like, mentor girls and, like, be there for them and stuff like that. So I, I could see her going and wrestling for AEW and also having a backstage role – as more like the, like an agent and everything. Yeah. I think, I think that she would do really well in an agent position as well. Um, let's, let's, I want, I want to keep this segment. I want to get through this entire segment, but I want to keep it moving along. So I'm going to go to one talent for each of you. So, so I'm going to kind of skip around a little bit here. Okay. Uh, let's go Chelsea green. Um, I think Chelsea green was wasted in the WWE. I think she had a great run in NXT and then they, they went to call her up, and she was wasted, completely wasted. Um, but I want to go to Amy here. Amy, what are your thoughts? Where do you think Chelsea Green ends up? I, I think she's going to go right back to Impact. I, I think, like, like I said with the Iconics, like that women's division is on fire right now. And a mm-hmm. lot of it has to do with like the foundation before she left of what that women's division left. So like I feel like it's going to only get better with her addition, and she could go back to being that uh, the character where it's like the the wife, the crazy girl, everything. <laughs> and then I, I believe Zach Ryder is at Impact, is he, or is he just kind of bouncing around? He's he's at Impact for the time being, yeah. Yeah, so it's like not it's not like she would be like lost there. Right. So I, I see her just right. jumping right back to Impact. Got it. Uh, Ruby Riot, and I'm going to Will. I, I mean. The unfortunate thing is I don't her work really doesn't stand out. So I, I don't think it honestly really matters where she goes, but I think probably the best place for her maybe either Impact or the NWA. I don't really see mm-hmm. her as a as an AEW type talent. That was my um my initial reaction as well was that she would be a good fit over an NWA right now. That's, that's where I think that she would make the most impact in her career at this point. Yeah. Right. Uh, Lana and I'm going to Amy. Ooh. Okay. So I don't know what she wants, but I know WWE really tried to push her as a wrestler, even though she was a phenomenal manager. I want her to go back to Rusev and manage him. I wanted to bring it like I don't care if it's copying what WWE did. I want her to bring back that gimmick. Just be re- she was such a great manager. She does not need to wrestle. And like I, I don't I, I think what was it? Um I was watching um some of the Dark Side of the Ring and Chris Jericho said something like they don't teach people to be good valets anymore. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be a wrestler and that's the only thing you're supposed to be. And Lana is one of those people who could bring back like the traditional girl valet. And I hope she wants to do that, but then again, she may want to wrestle. So I don't think she can necessarily on that alone go really anywhere. Cause like, I, I like her, but her wrestling ability wasn't <laughs> that great, but I definitely see her joining her husband in AEW in return of that Bulgarian monster gimmick. Now love it. Completely so you agree. so you're subscribing to the uh, to the notion that AEW really and truly stands for all X WWE. Then I don't care. It's good wrestling. <laughs> it's I don't be, care. It's going to be Miro Day over in AEW. That's right. Yeah, That's right. And I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. All right. Let's go uh, Santana Garrett and let's go to Will. Honestly, I honestly don't even know the name. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I'd, wow. Well, she's uh kick him off the screen. <laughs> that's it. Get the hook. Get the hook. Um, listen, I, I mean, I think Santana Garrett will end up in either the NWA or Impact. I don't see her going to AEW. I could be wrong, right? But but I don't see her going to to AEW right off the bat. I see her going to NWA or to Impact because I think that she will want to get as much ring time as she can, and that's where she'll get it. Um, where on AEW they're struggling right now to book the talent they have, and they're going to book more. They're going to put more talent on the roster. You know, even though they have this new two-hour show, they're going to have to fill with Rampage. 
you know, they're still going to struggle to get all that talent on TV. Yeah. And so, uh, and so I feel like she will get the most ring time in either Impact or NWA. I think it, it's tough for AEW right now, women, like women's division wise, because they're like their top talent is really good, but there's no like middle ground there. Mm. It's like top talent and like the lower tier mm. of uh, women's, like the women's division. Right. Yeah. Right. I do love that they finally replaced that belt though. It no longer mm-hmm. looks like a, it belongs Child's on a belt. Barbie, you know, yeah. <laughs> like you buy, you buy the, you buy the, uh, the toy belt at Target and it's not actually any smaller than the, than the belt, you know, <laughs> it's just the real belt. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's talk about the men's division over here. Uh, let's start with, uh, with Wesley Blake and let's start with Amy. Wesley Blake. He's the guy that was running around uh, with. Um, yeah, he was. Uh, he was also Buddy Murphy's partner yeah, in NXT. He was, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were tag. They were tag team partners, so they could they they could now team this, up together again. You never. Yeah, know. I was gonna say that could also that that could definitely be a thing. Um, I'm trying to think because I don't know much beyond like what he did in WWE. Agreed. So maybe because one thing from what i remember of his style he's a lot like buddy murphy very like grounded pound like but i mm-hmm. i could see him that style going to nwa mm-hmm. and excelling there and like they're really good at making people like especially like wwe guys that weren't really that big or tna guys who weren't there really that big and just like giving them that like 10 minute match that makes them look like a monster so yeah i, I think yeah look NWA at chris masters over there right now chris masters is yeah right like he there. was a nobody before <laughs> Perfect. Oh, I saw Perfect. him once. <laughs> uh, let's let's say Bo Dallas, and let's go to Will. Will he even continue wrestling? That's that's what I'm thinking. Like, is there even a place for him in wrestling at the moment? Like, I don't know. You look man. at the the stuff that he did in WWE. Does it really warrant like a? a big signing for him somewhere like AEW or mm-hmm. impact or could he just hang it up at, at this point? I mean, he's got that real estate know. business going with, uh, with what's her name? The, uh, the, cause they're Liv together. Morgan. Yeah. With Liv yeah. Morgan there. Cause they're together. They also right? have a farm. Yeah. Oh. Could just ride off into the sunset and not even have to worry about anything. Literally. Less, less C CTE for him. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, I kind of agree with you. I don't. I don't know that there's really a place for him to go. I don't know with all this talent that's been that's been let go. I don't know that somebody signs him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, you look at some of the talent that was released two days ago compared to some of the guys that are released now. It's, there's a very big gap in some of the the talent there. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Speaking of big gaps in talent, uh, let's go to Mojo Raleigh and uh, let's go to Rafini. <laughs> Nickelodeon, no. Um, <laughs> That's not a bad idea, Nick, honestly. Nick, Nick. Yeah. Um, trying to think where he would fit in, and it's not really. Ah. Uh, yeah, yeah I mean, like his personality is very like out there, so I don't really see him going to many. Like I, I know for a fact he's probably not going to go to Impact because Zack Ryder wants to t- stay at least like three promotions away from him. <laughs> And not rejoin that tag team. Um, I don't know. I don't really see. He's another one where like he was re- he he was okay in the ring. I don't really see him continuing as as far as wrestling. I mm. I could see him being on TV, and yeah. like do, doing the shenanigans stuff with um what is it a uh, Gronk and everything. But I really don't see him continuing a WWE career or a WWE career a wrestling career. I see him more as like the hype guy. Yeah, agreed. Wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly. Um, Tucker, Tucky, <laughs> going to Will. Again, another guy that, I mean, I guess the, for me, I guess like, because I only know him as the tag team, the tag team of Heavy Machinery. That's mm-hmm. the thing. So I don't know how, like, obviously from what he showed tag team wise in the ring, he can work. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if he has the talent to do that on his own. Mm. Yeah, so, I was about to. I was about to ask. Did did Otis make him, and did not being with Otis break him? I I really don't know. That's the thing. And I, I would need to see. I guess 
the like one of the best places for him to end up would probably be the NWA then, just mm. to get some time in the ring. Mm. But other than that, he's another kind of like the the last two people that we've talked about. Do they really have what it takes to to be in a big promotion by themselves? And also, let me say this: like all these people that we're talking about, there's no shame in also doing indie circuits. Yeah, you know? like if you want time in the ring. Join like CCW. Hey, what's up? Like, it was a call. Like it, mm-hmm. like it. I, just because they're not a promotion doesn't mean like. Did you, you just you say Nelio's promotion them. isn't a promotion? Well, well, they're not one of those big <laughs> TV deal guys. Like you it's just, just you just lost you just lost your job. You just lost. Well, it. You're done. No, you're now you're a full time podcaster. Yeah, I'm just gonna leave. <laughs> Well, speaking but, of like, people, you get what I'm saying. Like, there's no yeah, shame no. in doing it. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Well, every, me... everybody expects you to go. Like, if you were in WWE, everybody expects you to go somewhere big again. But mm. some people just don't have that talent to do that. Or star power yet? Yeah, yeah. Star power is, is more the word I would go with. Yeah. Well, speaking of people that lack star power but can work, uh, Kalisto. <laughs> um. Now, I'm going to give my personal opinion here. I think that he will end up in AEW. And here's why. I think they will book him to go and be another I-can-do-flippy-stuff guy um, that wears a mask so that it's not just Pentagon and Phoenix. Um, you know, and, and so I feel like that will happen and then that they will feed him to the under undercard talent and he'll be a guy that you know how like the AEW talent doesn't actually lose on dark a whole lot and those indie guys always lose and they always put over the AEW guys he'll be the signed AEW guy that loses to all the indie guys that's just my opinion i don't know i was honestly thinking triple a mm. i mean listen he goes to AAA, he'll be fine okay <laughs> He'll make all the pesos. Where else does his style? I mean, you look at his style, he fits right in there. They need talent. They need talent. Which is MLW. It's just this MLW show. Yep. Yep. You know what? I hadn't even thought about MLW for any of these people. Yeah. But but now that WWE's talks with them is over, apparently. Yep. Yep. So. And you know what? The last time we had Joseph Samael on, he told me, he said, we're, we're working to build a women's division that we can be proud of before we launch it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I can totally see Santana Garrett going to MLW. Yeah. I could totally see that. I could totally see Joseph Samuel being like, yo, listen, come here. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, yeah, wow. I hadn't even thought of those guys for this. Shame on me. <laughs> okay. Well, these oh, next four... Fault. These next four are uh, are fairly big names here, right? Uh, let's talk the 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 best kept secret. Let's talk Buddy Murphy, and uh, let's go. Who do I want to give Buddy Murphy to? Amy's like, give him to me, give him to me, give him to me. Um, all right, Amy, go ahead. Well, CCW, obviously, Buddy, give us a call, please, for God's sake. <laughs> um, no, uh, New Japan. I want to go to New Japan. I want to see him beat people up and vice versa. Like they beat him up. I yep. think his, his style will only get better over there. Yeah. So I think the perfect for him to go to New Japan and like, it's easier to get work visas over in Japan than it is in America right now. So yeah. <laughs> Cause I know that's his biggest like worry right now. Um, I remember a while back he was worried about getting let go of WWE mm-hmm. and then cause he's from Australia, his visa mm-hmm. would be up. So mm. You know what? That's and New Japan is somewhere else that I think Taki could could go. I think Tucker could go to New Japan and, and work the big man gimmick over there and be mm-hmm. and be in pretty good shape. Yeah. Um, okay. Alistair Black, Will Impact, one hundred percent Impact. I think the the character that he that he started with in WWE, I I think that fits Impact perfectly. And I, mm-hmm. I think that's where. He could really rework that character and probably take it even higher than WWE would have let him. Interesting. Interesting. You just uh you just literally pulled the uh pulled the tent pole out from a lot of IWC people thinking that he's gonna be AEW, AEW, no. AEW, AEW, AEW. 
right off the I th- bat. I think if he went to AEW, he'd get buried on the card. I actually agree with that 100%. 100%. That's actually something that me and Cousin Mike talked about. <laughs> Oof, the cuz. The cuz. <laughs> All right. How about uh, Samoa Joe? I'm going to go to Amy. Mm. <laughs> it is, so I, my heart says AEW because there's just so many matchups there that I really want to see. But then again, I could think that he could get an impact too. And I think that's another one that might just go home and like do like the hero's welcome back. Yep. And hopefully if they're still working together, he can do some AEW like shows. Maybe he could be the one that dethrones Kenny from the mm. Impact title. I like it. He could also yeah. go home, home and go to ROH. Yeah, he could do that too. Yeah, for sure. And um, Ring of Honor is somewhere that I think that we could also see Chelsea Green pop up. I didn't mm-hmm. say that earlier, but but I think that, that with them trying to rebuild that women's division after all the shenanigans, um, I think that that's somewhere that she could end up wholeheartedly. So all right. I know, I know. Last but not least, Braun Strowman. I I have strong opinions about this one, but I want to go to Will. Well, the thing is, if if his knee is really as bad as people are saying, it's probably in his best interest to just hang him up, honestly. Hmm. But if he could... If you can get some other opinions on it and stuff like that, I feel like pretty much anywhere he he can he literally has pick of where he would want to go at that point. People will just be throwing money at him because he can play. The, go ahead, no finish. I mean, if you look at what he looked like when he first started in WWE compared to what he like what his build looks like now, the the dudes in amazing shape oh absolutely he doesn't he doesn't need a microphone in his hand just make him make him a monster give him a a manager that that can talk for him and have him wrestle i've never been really impressed with braun Strowman. i've never felt like i wanted to watch braun Strowman. I don't think WWE really gave him a, a good shake to begin with. I agree with you, but there's a certain amount of WWE giving you the giving you the right spot, and there's a certain amount of when you're on my screen, do you make me want to watch you? And he never made me really want to watch him. Right when they announced him as as the replacement against Goldberg two WrestleManias ago when, when Reigns threw in the towel because of COVID, I was like, ah. <laughs> you know, like, like I was like, well, okay. <laughs> you yeah, know, I mean, if you look at the, the move sets that both Goldberg and Strowman have compared to anybody else they could have thrown in there. I mean, Goldberg was very limited in what he could do. And Strowman only does a few things because it's all WWE really lets him do. So, mm. you, you couldn't throw Goldberg in there with like Daniel Bryan. <laughs> well, that's true. I mean, that's not true. Daniel Bryan would make him look like a million bucks, but well, <laughs> so would AJ Styles. Anybody, but but uh, but then they would both end up severely concussed because of uh, crazy yeah. <laughs> kicks. All right. So listen, um, I want to take a quick break, but when we come back from the break, we're going to talk a little bit how this affects the business going forward. Okay. So we're going to take a quick break, go to a, a quick uh, message from our friends over at CCW <laughs> and, uh, and the live wrestling. And then we will, uh, we'll be right back here on rewind wrestling radio. For 17 years, the dominant force in professional wrestling in South Florida has been coastal championship wrestling. Join us. Every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, for the best weekly episodic professional wrestling in America.
And we're back here on Rewind Wrestling Radio. I'm here with Ref Amy Veronica. I'm here with the OG Will Donardo. And uh, and folks, we, we just got done talking about all these folks that have been released over the last uh, two months from the WWE. Now, the rumor has it that this is all happening because WWE has a certain mindset within the company right now. And that mindset sounds a little something like this. For the sake of our great country and everything that makes it great, for the sake of free enterprise, for the sake of the company, for the sake of the family, for the sake of the children, for motherhood, for apple pie, for puppy dogs and kitty cats, for everything that is near and dear to us, I ask you to remember just one word, the one word that makes it all possible, and that word is sell. I want you to get out there and sell, sell, sell. I want you to sell your socks off. Yep, that's right, folks. It sounds to everyone in the wrestling community right now, and I'm not just talking about the internet wrestling community. I'm hearing this from, uh, from sources that, that we cannot name so that they don't get fired too. <laughs> um, but, but we're hearing this from, from multiple sources that WWE is trying to sell. They're not being very low-key about it, and that the, uh, the company is up for grabs at this point. And that's why the talent is being released because they're offloading some of the talent so that it's a, a little bit easier price tag to take care of. Um, and, and listen, I think what that ends up with is like when WCW got purchased and some of the roster was available and some of it wasn't right. Some of those contracts were with Turner media and they weren't with WCW. Um, and I think that ultimately what happens is, uh, is WWE is going to hold on to, uh, you know, five, 10, 15 marquee names that just can't go anywhere. And everyone else is going to be able to go wherever and do whatever, because they don't care anymore. Um, so I, I don't know, I, based on the recent raw ratings and how they've continuously dropped, I don't know what the valuation looks like, but it's obviously, it's gotta be a, a multi-billion dollar deal here, right? Uh, we, we're not, we're not talking about, um, we're not talking about, uh, like a, a million dollar purchase here, folks. We're talking, this company is worth billions with a B and, um, and because that's the case, there's, there's very few companies that could buy the WWE. Uh, you know, Comcast, NBC could do it. Fox could do it. Um, the Fox parent company, Disney, could do it. Uh, Netflix would probably be able to, to go in there and do it. Amazon would probably be able to go in there and do it. Bezos could literally buy anything, so. <laughs> right? Um, I mean, if we're being really real about it, What's to say that uh, that Tesla isn't coming in and <laughs> you know every, to the moon? You know every every oh, man. WrestleMania every, on the moon. <laughs> WrestleMania on the moon. Every car that's ever used in an entrance again is a Tesla. You know, um, you know all, all these things are possible. You know there there are people out there that that can actually afford this thing. Um, with that being the case, uh, I, I want to hear your thoughts, Amy and Will. And, uh, and I'm going to give mine at the end here, but I want to hear your thoughts on who you think will purchase the WWE if it really and truly is up for sale. And, uh, and I want you to give a little bit of, of validation to your thought here. I don't want this to just be a, uh, well, I think it's going to be uh, Netflix because that would be cool, right? I, I, want, to hear, I want to hear some some thought behind what you've got here. I want it to be a little bit more uh, debate style, why you think something would happen. And, uh, and I think that you two are probably going to be uh, close to being on the same page, haven't spoken to you off air about this a little bit, but, uh, but I think that, that um, I think that we shall fight, you know, I think, I think that the three of us are, are going to, are going to go toe to toe here a little bit. Uh, let's, let's go to ladies first for real this time. Let's go to ref Amy. <laughs> and, uh, I use that term loosely. Don't worry. Um, and, uh, and let's hear what ref Amy has to say. Amy, who do you think is going to buy the WWE? So, when I think of like trying to make this process as smooth as possible and trying to actually get a buyer, because the problem is like WWE is in a lot of contracts right now between Fox with SmackDown, NXT in USA with NBC, and then Peacock owning the network. I think the simplest thing to get the most amount of money with the least amount of hassle is Comcast slash NBCU. 
Um, it, it just makes sense because, like, they could just wait out for Fox's contract to they expire, and then they uh, have SmackDown. And NBCU also discontinued their Sports Center um, mm-hmm. channel, which means all their sports are now going to be on USA. So I think that's just going to add, if they're going to be marketing like the USA Network as more of a sports, like sometimes um, channel, why not have WWE on it too? They already have it, but then you'll have like all the other content they might post and everything. And then, like I said, they, they own the network for five years. So I can't see anybody else buying WWE without butting heads with all these different companies and then NBC on top of it. Okay. I think that's a, I think that's a pretty fair point. Will? I mean, I think it's time for Ted Turner to get his revenge. <laughs> no, it was it, me, it, Vince. It was always me. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't seen Ted Turner in public in how many years? He's just going to come out and be like, yes. kicks open the door at the meeting. It's just, it's just a head in a jar. It's just a head <laughs> yeah. in a jar. And and oh man, I shouldn't have gotten rid of the the shared sound already. I could have I could have played Here Comes the Money again. You know. <laughs> Shane McMahon comes out. He's like, I did it, Dad. <laughs> the name on the contract is still McMahon. Yeah. It's McMahon Turner. Jeez. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, but I, I agree with Amy. I think it's I think it's NBC. The I think the only way that any other company could really come in and take everything that NBC has already from them is to basically write a blank check to Vince and be like, just put a number down. And I don't think any other than Jeff Bezos, I don't think anybody has that kind of money at this point. And NBC, NBC owns too, too much of WWE already. To a degree. Yes. Yes. I agree with that. Um, Okay. Hear me out. <laughs> Fox is the home of SmackDown, right? Multi-billion dollar deal to bring SmackDown to Fox every week. Fox is owned by Disney. Um, Disney is a company that has the pockets deep enough to go toe-to-toe with Bezos and to go toe-to-toe with NBC. Um. I think Disney's going to do it because there was, there was one time when impact was housed out of universal. I don't know if you guys remember that you guys are both a little young for that, but at one point, every impact show was run out of universal. It was a soundstage on universal's campus. Um, And I can totally see NXT being on a on Hollywood Studios Disney campus and being a mainstream attraction for Hollywood Studios year round to have a stage show and then having the WWE tour just like Disney on ice right i'm telling you they could hit they could run Disney on ice on sunday raw on monday right they uh, think about it. They use the same buildings. Mm. They could do yeah. these things. They could do these things. And 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 I think, um, no. It, it, well, I know that I know what you're going to ask me. At least I, <laughs> I will only sanction this if Stephanie McMahon becomes a Disney princess. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, but but think about it. Then the P the the PEC doesn't need to move, right? The CWC doesn't need to move. Um, I mean, the CWC would move because the soundstage would be on a Disney property so they could charge people to get into the park to go to the show, right? Um, but but the, the PC could stay right where it is. It's right there in Florida and everything. everybody stays happy, right? There's, there's, there's a lot to be said for this. There's a lot to be said for this. Think of, the, think of the, the way that Disney would market all of the apparel and all of the stuff. Think about what they did with Marvel, right? Everyone, when, when Marvel was bought by Disney, right? Everyone went, 
oh man, every Marvel comic's going to have Mickey Mouse in it now, and they're going to take all the violence out. No, that's bullshit. <laughs> it didn't happen, right? Thanks for all the money, Kevin Feige. Now we're going to go buy WWE. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> the, the, these are the things that are going to come to pass, people. Right? Oh, man. Um, so, so I just, I feel another park. I feel like in my heart of hearts, um, Disney, Disney is going to go there and they're going to go the, they're going to go the distance and they're going to make that purchase. Um, and I can totally see them taking Monday night raw and putting it on ABC because then they would have (laughs) wrestling on two different network television channels. The maximum amount of exposure you can get with the longest running episodic television in history. Yeah. And the second place one on Fox. And then the uh the network will go to Disney Plus so you can you can go watch all all your all your Disney shows and then if you want you can watch all of ECW. Bingo. <laughs> Bingo. You see there there's there you, already there a lot go, about it. The, Disney princesses and Mick Foley getting barbed wire in his eye. Yep. Dude, the crossovers. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> I just hope there's a Wreck-It Ralph movie that comes out right after it. <laughs> Goddamn. So, so let me ask you a, a follow-up question here. Um, do we think that Vince McMahon comes with the deal? I hope. Oh not. no! Absolutely That's not. the one thing I hope. I hope. I hope that in the deal, whoever buys WWE says we want WWE. We don't want Vince. Which is why. All right. So I know sources, and then everyone speculates. I don't think it's going to happen. I think they could try as much as they want to make themselves look pretty, but I just don't see Vince being alive and letting the company go, letting go of that control. I don't know. Because the know. dude is not let control of anything in like his entire like promoting. It is like he'll take something that isn't his and be like, let me just poke it a little bit, and then it's gone. It's it's dead. And and so I I just don't it, unless they try to negotiate that, but I just don't see a company looking at what Vince is doing now, like seeing the trend of the viewers and everything and the backlash and because like Vince may think that his shareholders don't look online, but that's WrestleMania backlash to you, young lady. <laughs> yeah, WrestleMania backlash <laughs> before SummerSlam. WrestleMania SummerSlam. Um, but he, Vince's and company is convinced that like no one pays attention to the online backlash and stuff. But the thing with Disney, Disney definitely pays attention to that. Like there, there have been changes that have been made to Marvel and Star Wars just because of backlash that they received online. So you got to think that if they're going to buy something like WWE, they're seeing all of this. Mm. They're seeing how people feel about Vince. So they wouldn't want him anywhere near the product if they were going to buy it. If Vince, I just don't see Vince being okay with that. I mean, if Vince wants to make them as marketable as possible, he has to step down, I think. Because, yeah. I mean, like you said, you look at ratings-wise how everything is just gone in the tank. I mean, Raw was literally a copy and paste of the week before. Yeah. Yeah. It's been that way since wrestling. And you I mean, you got it doesn't necessarily need to be Triple H taking over, but if you look at what he's done with NXT, I think I think that's the best way to market them in-house, but you you almost need to give you almost need to let that up to or let that be the choice of whoever buys the company in general. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, I hear you. So this this is our uh, this is this is how I want to I want to kind of I don't want to say wrap up this conversation because I think we we still have a little bit of time we can fill here. But um, you are the head honcho over at Disney. You are Jeff Bezos. You uh, you know you're you're the head honcho over at Comcast, NBCU. You sign the deal. You have complete control of the WWE. What five changes do you make immediately to the WWE landscape in order to shake things up a bit, as Vince would say? What five things do you do 
to shake things up a bit. I just, I just kind of blew Amy's mind because I didn't tell her about this segment ahead of time. Didn't tell me either. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I've I got to think of five things. In, in our two and a half years of doing this show, Will, I've never told you what's coming up on the show. True. Except for when we were writing scripts when we first started going, oh, we're reading the news. <laughs> so uh, I guess I'll go to, uh, to Will first since he's used to being on the fly with me anyway. Hmm. I think number one. Well, let's let's go one for one. So you do one, then Amy does one. So that way, you, like you don't eat up all five of Amy's right off the bat. <laughs> one, I think you. First thing I'm doing is I'm shortening Raw to two hours again. That's the first thing. Yeah, that was the first thing I was going to put too. <laughs> <laughs> three hours. Was three the first hours thing on my is list way too. too much. It's yep. it's just. I mean, every, you can't expect everybody to stick around for three hours. Mm-hmm. Especially on a Monday. Okay. All right. Amy. Mm. I'm not going to say kick out all of them. <laughs> but get rid of most of those TV reality show writers. And put in actual people who work in the wrestling industry. Mm. To write the, the show. Because I feel like that is one of their jarring problems. <laughs> Agreed. When we're, when we're doing better booking here on the show than they're doing all year round. <laughs> like I said, don't get rid of all of them. Keep, uh, what is it, uh, the, the guy who played uh, Fred and Scooby-Doo, uh, Freddie Prince Jr., keep him. He's, he's, he's okay. Did he, he get like fired doc- like three years ago? D- didn't he get fired? Did he get fired? I just saw a documentary with him in WWE, so I assume he was still there. But keep like one or two to keep them in the real world. But wrestling booking should be done by wrestling people. yeah, yeah right. people who know the business and right. know the fans agreed agreed will coming back to you i mean amy just said that know, know your fans i mean this isn't a kid-based market anymore most of the people that are watching this are older so you have to go back to at least tv 14 mm. Yeah, you have to know your demographic at this point, and you know it's more geared towards teenagers and adults like us. Okay, but my my counter argument to that point would be, uh, you have to inspire the next. You have to be able to inspire the next generation of fan, which is why they went the PG route, right? Because they needed to to get the new fans, like because because eventually, if you only cater to the people you've always had, then you eventually the crowd's going to wear out. I think my next one will be the solution to that. Okay, so let's hear what you got, Amy. Completely different shows. SmackDown, Raw, NXT should all be really different. Like, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't come off as the same company. It should actually be, like, brands that are different. And that's where you could solve the problem with, like, kids versus the adults. You could have an adult-esque show, like, kind of what they tried to do with ECW back in the day. Um... And then have that kid-friendly, over-the-top character show. So Mm -hmm. Raw should be, like, completely different from SmackDown. Shouldn't just be like, oh, they're the same. They have the same belts and everything, but they're blue and red. No, it should be different. There should be warring factions, and I think that will add, like, a variety to it also. Hmm. Okay. All right. Will, coming back to you. I mean, we already talked about the writers, so. I think you also kind of got to. Huh? No, good. I would say cut down. I mean, they're already in the process of cutting down the amount of talent that they have, but I still think you need to cut it down even more, honestly. Mm. There's so, I mean, there's so many people that they have, and there, there's people that. And when they bring in new people from outside that people know, everybody's like, oh, well, we want them to to be pushed and stuff like that but it's either you start home growing more people again or when you bring people in from the outside you have to also get rid of some people hmm. okay i have one more Here. amy kayfabe rules like you don't see mickey mouse doesn't take his head off in front of children for a reason the wrestlers should have some rules when it comes to their social media if they're using their wrestler name they should they shouldn't be like doing their character out in public for non like 
sanction. I don't want to say sanction because that makes it sound like a prison, but it's Disney. So yeah, if it was Disney, but um, yeah, I think they need to tone down like the the mesh between real life and the character a little bit, and have like a social media is totally um, dedicated to the characters. Hmm. Make it believable. Okay, I like that. I like that. Yeah, can you imagine if Disney did buy it? Every, all, they wouldn't be superstars anymore. They'd be cast members. Point this way <laughs> and that way. When you point to the sign, it's like, ha ha. Yeah. yeah, you gotta use the two fingers. Yeah. In some cultures, this is bad. <laughs> <laughs> and they probably still won't get healthcare because it's Disney and they have questionable business practices. <laughs> like, like, so you're saying the one finger is bad, like in the porn industry too, right? <laughs> so so the number one thing i mean you guys took some of my answers so the number one thing that i would add to this is uh if the roster if the show layout was going to stay the same and it all kind of existed in the same universe like it does right now um then i would get rid of the titles on every brand make the titles coveted again Right. I feel like, well, I feel like I've been on this horse for, for two and a half years <laughs> oh, since we started this show, you know, but too many belts, too many belts. Does the belt elevate the star? Does the star elevate the belt? You know, we've been saying that for two years and, uh, and you know, they, they, they listen to everything else. You know, we talk, we talk on Monday night about uh, last week about the uh, repelling from the ceiling. Should anyone ever repel from the ceiling again? What happens on the AEW pay-per-view? People <laughs> repelling from the ceiling. You know, they're listening. Kevin Key pointed that out to me. One of our listeners, he's, uh, he's been a guest on the show before. He's uh, the, the host of the Philly Fan Sports Podcast. He, uh, he texts me and he goes, you know, you guys, you guys talk about repelling from the ceiling. All of a sudden, AEW is repelling from the ceiling. They're listening. With the OG. <laughs> right? Stink. Right? Oh man, it's it's uh, it's a little bit nutty, but um, uh, yeah, make make the titles mean something again, man. Because right now they just mean nothing. It's garbage. It's garbage, right? Um, and the the number two thing I would say is um, make a when AEW was starting, they said we're gonna have a very sports feel to this thing, and uh, wins and losses are gonna matter. What the- Right and uh, yep, where where did that go? Right, uh, you, ever, you see everybody's record, but it doesn't matter. Right, nothing matters. Right, so um, then you get Leo Rush showing up as the uh, Joker. That's right. That's right. So, so my thing is make make people's successes and failures. I'm not gonna say wins and losses because wins and losses don't matter in professional wrestling. Right, they never really have. But make people's successes and failures mean something again, right? Uh, if someone's on a, a three-win win streak, then yeah, you can put them in a title match and it's almost believable. But if they've jobbed out for the last month because you don't have anything for them, then don't put them in a tag title match. It makes the tag titles not worth as much when you do that, right? Or if someone gets over by themselves, let them be over. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Don't and hate if they burn out, they, they burn out. Go back to plan B. Like right. right. You can always move someone back down the card. Correct. Correct. So so that's that's what I would bring to the table if we were uh, if all things were being considered. That's that you know, other than what you guys said, the number one thing on my list was turn raw down to two hours, please. <laughs> love God. Um you know, and, and maybe maybe do something along the lines of what MLW and, and AEW have been doing recently and have a YouTube series, right? There's no YouTube wrestling series for the WWE right now, but main event is on the network, right? But how many people are actually watching main event? How many people are actually watching NXT UK? How many people are actually watching any of this stuff, right? To be honest with you, I didn't know main event was still a thing. Yep. Yep, Jeff Hardy's been wrestling on main event. Just so we're clear, that's that's Yikes. <laughs> that's what we're that's what we're doing with people, right? Um, so let you know, put put one of those shows on YouTube. Give the fans something for free. You know, uh, I, I've been in the food industry a long time, uh, and and my parents owned a, owned a restaurant while I was growing up, 
And then they sold that restaurant. And then when I was in college, they bought a bakery. <laughs> so, we, you know, we've been in the food business a long time. And one of the things um, that my pops was always saying is, you know, our goal is to give you the quality that you're paying for. No, our prices aren't the cheapest, but we're going to give you the quality, right? And I feel like that's lacking in WWE. We aren't getting what we paid for anymore, right? Mm -hmm. We aren't getting what we invested. Right. And and, I mean, like we invested tons of money in the WWE as as kids growing up as fans, right? Toys, t-shirts, bags, posters, magazines. Subscriptions to, the, to, subscriptions to the network, pay-per-view buys. We've invested tons of money as wrestling fans into the WWE. Our investment is not, we aren't getting the quality for our investment, mm. right? And, and I'm not going to sit here and tell you that we are with any other company right now either, really, okay? I don't feel that, that we're seeing a true return on our investment as fans with AEW right now. Um, granted, this past pay-per-view Double or Nothing was was an outstanding pay per view, but Will, we watched the last uh, last AEW pay per view with Mike here in in Rewind Studios, right? We're down here, we're watching was, on the big screen, it and Mike, <laughs> it was rough. And cousin Mike fell asleep, like yeah, legit, legit, legit snoozed out, you know, and rightfully so. It, it was rough. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, so are we getting the return on our investment as fans? If the answer is no, then you have to give them something for free. And not, not everything is going to be a home run, but yep. you, you can get by, by double singles and doubles will, will work too, but you can't just kind of bunt. The yeah. Whole time. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So um, I feel like the WWE needs to find a way to reconnect with its fan base. You know, um, put. I don't think they know who their fan base is anymore. Honestly. Well, but that's why I'm saying reach the widest audience possible. Yeah. You know, on YouTube, you can do that. Anyone can watch YouTube, right? Um, look at, uh, for instance, ready? Here we go. Let's let's pull something up here. I'm gonna pull up on YouTube right now. I'm gonna pull up the most recent episode, the one that came out today of up up down down mm. okay of battle of the brands on youtube okay and let's compare that to the numbers from raw so amy can you pull up the the ratings number from raw this week oh yes i can they were bad jamie jamie <laughs> jamie pull that up um let's see three hours got updated and corrected Da-da. Let me know when you have that number. Yep, I got it. Go ahead. What's what's the number for this week? Yeah, it was actually a solid 1.5. 1.5, right? And that's down from 1.7 the week before, I think. Yeah. Right? And it was the same show. And it was yeah. the same show. <laughs> right? Yep. Now, I want you to think about something here, okay? The most recent episode of Up, Up, Down, Down, Battle of the Brands that came out this morning about 10 hours ago, as we're filming this, has 22,000 views, right? I wish we could see the numbers for main event right now. (laughs) I wish we could see the numbers for main event or NXT UK. I wish we could know how many people have watched it. I guarantee you that first day main event Mm-hmm. Isn't getting twenty two thousand views. I mean, the thing is, how many people even know that it's on the network? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I had no idea that UK was running again. Like, I knew main event was, but I'm not going to sit through main event. I'm sorry. Like, it's does anything? Uh, the, it's another thing they've conditioned us that to know that main event, nothing important is going to happen there. If you want to yeah. see your Jeff, if your Angela wants to watch Jeff Hardy, yeah, you'll maybe turn into main event. I'm sure Angela's still not going to. Nope. But it's it's like why would i sit and watch what an hour more of wrestling when i'm already tired from the three hours of raw like why would i sit there right right and i mean let's let's add up the hours here right let's add up the hours of wrestling program it's a lot (laughs) excuse me so we've got three hours of raw 
right? Yep. Yeah. You got two hours of SmackDown. Yep. You've got two hours of NXT. Yep. Mm-hmm. You've got two hours of AEW. You've got an hour of Impact. Yep. You've got uh, how long is MLW? I think it's an hour. I think it's about an hour. Yeah. I want to say AEW is an hour. Um, and I want to say Ring of Honor is an hour. Okay. And I'm like, I'm reaching here, right? I'm really reaching to get, yeah. to, you know, to find these things, right? And then you got main event, NXT UK. Each of those are an hour. Okay. And then you've got a live wrestling half an hour every week, Tuesdays, right on YouTube. The best uh, wrestling. Yeah, one of the best wrestling companies out there. Um, So we're going to call that half an hour, right? So we're talking 14 and a half hours of wrestling a week. 14 and a half hours of wrestling. That's a lot. A week. I mean, back in the day when Will and I were started the, started the, uh, Will and Ted's excellent wrestling rewind, right? Good Lord. Um, Back when we first started right <laughs> uh we were watching we were like splitting it up like i would watch 205 oh i didn't even think about 205 live is that, that still hour. a thing is that still a thing that's still a thing oh god okay so now it's 15 and a half hours okay um <sighs> like i would watch 205 live yeah thank will, you for that <laughs> yep will would watch nxt i would watch nxt uk um that's back see, when NXT see how was i made hour. See how I made out good in the uh, yeah, right? yeah, but you had to watch Raw a lot. True, I also <laughs> had to watch Starcade for ten years. That's true. You did have to watch ten years of Starcade, and we made you do the rite of passage, like when Starcade started getting shitty. <laughs> See, Amy, you're too young to know this too, but Starcade started getting shitty in 1990, <laughs> and um, and we made Will watch. Mike and I gave Will homework, and we made him watch from 1990 until 2001. You might have to come on and win one of these prediction videos just to make somebody watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, I don't know if Amy said this on air last week or not, but we're watching SummerSlam 02, right? That's what you picked? Yeah. My, my that's favorite. A, that's actually my favorite pay-per-view of all time. It's also yeah. one of mine. <laughs> Shawn Michaels coming great. back. The Philippians oh, on the tank. I might have to hop on that show too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. See, the OG's back. He, he he likes to pretend like he's not really back. He's like, I'm married now. I can't do these things. My wife will kill me. Right. But uh, but yeah, no, he's back. <laughs> Sorry, Alicia. <laughs> Off Alicia. <laughs> God. He um, just disconnects. Yeah. <laughs> the power's up. <laughs> you're not going back to this um, so so i mean like that's just a lot of wrestling to watch though right 15 and a half hours it's so much even if we took everyone that's on the network right we took will uh woot woot tyler cousin mike amy ivy nelio and i right there's 13 of us we would still all have to watch over an hour of wrestling a week just to for all of us to collectively come together and talk about how shitty wrestling was for the week. <laughs> right? Except for a live wrestling. Except for a Tuesday live wrestling. Tuesday nights on YouTube. Tuesday nights, seven o'clock YouTube. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, but but at the end of the day, thirty minutes out of that fifteen. Right. Right. And that and that's the the crazy thing is there's fifteen and a half hours of wrestling during the week, and most of it's crap. Yeah. Why are we still fans? <laughs> Why are we still fans? The yep. most abusive relationship I've ever had with anything. <laughs> Survivor's guilt. Survivor's guilt. Um, so, so listen. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to sit here and drag drag this on, drag this on, drag this on. But what I will say is, uh, you know, I, I really hope that if WWE really is for sale, and like I said, we have sources that tell us that it is, um, whoever buys it does so with the intent not just to make money, but to improve it for the fans, right? Uh, the fans' perspective has been lost in the wrestling industry in the last 10 years, and we need that to change. Um, 
we we need that to come back. We need the fans to be important again. And um, I think if this year with COVID, if it's shown nothing else, it's shown that the fans are super freaking important, right? Uh, not having the asses in the seats really made wrestling suck even more. <laughs> I mean, look, if, if you just look, go and watch some of the videos from Double or Nothing with the fans, mm-hmm. like, it just, it makes it so much better. Right, and I mean, there were only, like, 5,000 people there. And... Yeah, and people went, like, go, just go watch the entrance of Kingston and Mox. Yeah. That's all you need. Yeah, yeah, absolute insanity. Absolute insanity. All right, well, my friends, it's, uh, it's getting to be about that time, right? So, uh, on behalf of my good friend, the OG Will DiNardo, on behalf of the lovely, beautiful ref Amy Veronica, I'm going to say thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. Please remember to like, comment, share, subscribe, and please remember to follow us on all social media platforms at W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And folks, we will catch you next time.